Hey, good evening, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I got two of the two of my buddies back in. I got Nick, who represents the Padres in. I got Brett, who represents uh, the Phillies in. And obviously, there's a reason for this, because it's the championship series, which starts tomorrow. So I'm excited. Fellas, how you doing? Welcome back. Thanks for having us on, Bill. Yeah, absolutely. Always a blast. You bet. And can I just tell you that I'm excited that the the series is starting on the West Coast? Man, you guys are getting some weather back there right now, Brett. Oof. We are. Well, at least yeah. New York City is. The Bronx is rained out tonight. Yeah, we only got a little bit of storm. It only lasted about like 20 minutes, but Oof. it's actually like good weather. People were complaining that, well, not really complaining, but like, man, this doesn't feel like Red October. We're not wearing our jackets and hats, you know I wore shorts to one of the games. It's, that's how I like this around here by this time of the year. I own one sweatshirt, and I own one pair of jeans, just so that you know. Yep. <laughs> right. But I also live in a place where if it gets below 50 degrees, something's wrong. <laughs> but my gas prices are, are bigger than yours. I, I guarantee you that. We're paying almost yeah. 7 bucks a gallon. Holy crap. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, we're paying like 4 like yeah, four something. I don't even know, to be honest with you. I stopped looking because we got to do about it, right? Bring that back, right, Nick? Where's that oh, at? Where's that? Yeah, I'm paying like six and a half right now a gallon. <laughs> All right, boys. We'll start, Nick, with you. Um, you clinched on Saturday night. Uh, tell me how you feel about the division series. And then, uh, uh, Brett, I'm going to ask you the same question. Uh, division series was is going to be one of the Padre highlights for their history. Uh, all year, Dodgers won every single series against the Padres. And so for the Padres to come up and, like their owner said, to slay the dragon up north, that was huge. Uh, the first playoff games in Petco Park with fans since 2006, and the fans showed out. I'm loving watching all the videos of people blocks away and the whole stadium's echoing and chanting together. And a huge comeback win to finally ended out. That was amazing. As a Padre fan, living my whole life watching the Dodgers beat up on us, that was one of the Padre highlights of my life. I uh, That was one of the few moments where I had to jump up and scream. The last one was Joe Musgrove's no-hitter. And Turnabout's then... fair play, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. Nick, I have to tell you, Big Brother Jake was on a live. Um, so this guy, Brett, he works for the Dodgers. He does uh, sound engineering. So he travels with the team and everything like that. And he was telling me, Nick, he says, I was in the 80s with the Lakers Clipper or Lakers Celtics. He's like, I've been to a lot of places. He says, I've never heard beat LA chanted louder than in game five. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I thought was pretty amusing was Tony Gonsolin who started uh, game three. He uh, said in an interview beforehand, um, talked about how well Dodger stadium always sells out, how full it is, how loud the fans always are. Right. And he right. said he, he didn't expect it to be much different. And right before he stepped foot on the mounds, the Padres put that statement on the big screen and all the fans were like, okay, well, we see. And that's how the fans got into it. They stayed in it the whole two games. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Brett, tell me about your divisional series. It went exactly as planned, like as perfect as it could be. I mean, it was, I mean, it was just, this was probably the best sports weekend in Philadelphia history. Even the Flyers are two and out. Eagles are 6-0. We got our Philadelphia Union starting the road to the playoffs. But, I mean, you know, we started Atlanta. We got that game one win and a little hiccup in game two. But, uh, I mean, yeah, Wheeler was on point. You know, he 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 was he pitched really well. 
brought it home. First playoff game in 11 years. Um, a lot. Yeah, it was full. It was full. And it was rocking and rolling. And I mean, it was nonstop rocking and rolling. And then we came back Saturday and it was even somehow it was even fuller. I don't even know how it's possible. People were getting alerts on their phone about the decibel level being high enough to damage your hearing short term. I guess it's a feature of an iPhone. Uh, a couple people put tweets about it. And one of the guys we were sitting with showed me because it registered over, I think it was 90 or something. Um, you know, it was, you know, the team's just so unified that like everything just was like running perfectly there. I mean, it was, it was great. It was, it was a great weekend. Great series. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta imagine, man. I, I went to game two at, uh, in the 2017 world series and I got, I mean, I've never felt Dodger stadium like that. Things were shaking and I'm thinking this is fantastic, but please nothing fall. <laughs> we were on the field yeah. level and I'm like, don't follow me. Don't follow me. I know there's a, there's a rail and then it's about probably about like a 50, 60 foot drop. And uh, I was sort of leaning on, I'm like, eh, probably not today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> probably not today. <laughs> Do that when the Royals come in town next season. You'll be fine. <laughs> don't worry, the Royals. That's my AL team. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Do it when I, I don't know the twins come into town or whatever. Right. So Arizona Diamondbacks come into town. Do it then. Um, okay. So, Brett, I'm going to ask you the second question. Give me your analysis. Actually, it's going to be a two-part question, okay? So give me your analysis on what you see the championship series being like, but any concerns that you have or any holdups that that may make the Phillies struggle getting to the next round, get into the big dance. All right, so, so something I've been having conversations with with people over the past few days is they'll say, like, the Phillies are going to take it in five or the Phillies are going to take it in six. And I'm like, what game are they losing? Like, what game are you walking into that you think they're losing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what game are you going to say, like, yeah, today they're going to lose? I mean, I see taking it in four. Uh, you know, I know Nick isn't going to like to hear that, but, you know, if we get past there, games three through seven, there's no break. It's straight through. So that's going to be a tax. You know, the, if we have a game seven, it's going to be Musgrove and uh, Ranger Suarez, which I mean, you know, whatever, they're both fine pitchers, but you know, usually the game seven, you, know, you got your aces back, you know, even some short rest, but it's not going to happen. Um, you know, I, I, this team is like, I've been saying all the time, the team to beat, like a team of destiny, like things are just together, you know? And, you know, as far as like concerns, I mean, everybody stepped up the way they should just keep doing what you're doing. I think we should be fine. You know, you bring up a good point. No athlete, and all three of us played, you know, baseball growing up. No athlete ever says, well, gee, I want to lose two games out of a series, right? But also no athlete wants to go in and be cocky and say, we're going to win all four games. So I get what you're saying, Brett. It makes total sense. But And we're games. Like, I'm not saying we're not going to lose, but, like, like in my mind, am I thinking, like, they're going to win every game. So, and if there was a hiccup, like there was in game two of the Braves series, and so be it. But, you know, I'm not going to wake up, let's say, Friday morning and be like, Philly's going to lose today. Because if so, I might as well just not even watch it. You know, what's the point? You know, so I I, I just always think that, you know, in my mind, my team's going to win. Right. No, I – trust me, I understand that completely. I understand the thought pattern there. So, I I get it. Okay, Nick, your your turn. Same question. What do you think about the matchup and the, the championship series? And what, if anything, do you think are concerns that might alleviate 
the Padres get into the World Series? Yeah, uh, I really, really like the matchup. I think the Padres and the Phillies were both overlooked by their uh, division series opponents. I think a lot of people in baseball were just expecting the Braves and the Dodgers to just breeze on through and get through. And so the Phillies and the Padres are both the underdog team. They're both scrappy. They both want to fight and claw to win. And I think that there's a good matchup on offense and in the pitching. I think the Phillies have a great group of sluggers, and I think the Padres have competitive hitters as well. And really, I think each game is going to come down to those small mistakes, those small hiccups, like Brett said. I I honestly couldn't give you a prediction on where I think the series is going to go, who's going to win. I think it's a great matchup between two teams that are very close and very even. And they're both really likable teams. They're both underdogs. They're both are flying under the radar. Nobody expected them to be here. And that's going to give them a lot of fight and a lot of energy. And I think Padre fans showed how energetic and proud they are. And I, and everybody knows Philly fans are proud. So no matter how many games this go, no matter where it's at, whether it's in San Diego or Philly, the fans are going to be loud and it's going to be a great atmosphere and just a great watch. Read. I, I got to tell you, here's my prediction. It goes seven in the team that scores the most runs in the seventh game wins. <laughs> I'm just teasing, guys. All right. Um, put some shackles on that one. <laughs> yeah. Brett's like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. okay. So so let me, let me ask this final question to you guys because you guys have been great. And on the East Coast, it's late. On the West Coast, it's dinner time. So I get it. Um, let me ask this final question to you about this. Um, I'm going to say that the two hottest teams in baseball right now are your teams, the Phillies and the Padres. You guys just came out smoking in the playoffs. doesn't matter how you got there. You came smoking in the playoffs. I mean, Philly had to eliminate um, the Braves, right? I mean, that was huge. And the Cardinals, um, you know, the Padres, you guys had to eliminate the Mets and the Dodgers. And so – you know, I get it. So here's the question. Okay. Um, with, is there any concern whatsoever with this schedule being so late in the game, so to speak, right? I mean, we're, we're talking about this starts on the 18th, right? And it ends on the 25th or 26th, barring no rainouts or anything like that. Is there any concern with it starting so late and it affecting the players? You know, Philly, it might be a little easier coming to the West Coast where it's warm, but, you know, with the Padres going to the East Coast where it's a little bit colder. Brett, do you have any concern whatsoever with it being so late in October, um, playing this late, anything like that? Not really, and I don't think it will be for either team because I think a lot of them are running on such adrenaline. They'll play the freaking December 12th if they have to. I mean, they're, they're having the time of their lives. Like, you know, like a lot of them have never been anywhere close to anything like this. You know, I mean – you know, these guys were all out the, at the bar the other night, man. Like, you know, in the little VIP section, but overlooking, you know, yelling out of the fans. You know, they got their own, like, song and celebration and stuff. Like, all the components. So, I think I think it's going to be more, if it ends early, they're going to be like, a little letdown. But, yeah, no. And to be honest with you, look at the weather report. It's unseasonably warm uh, in Philly. Like, it's not, the, not as, like, I talked about earlier, it's not really that bad, so. Yeah, you know, I think the coast to coast travel may be a little bit pain in the ass, but I mean, both teams have to do the travel, so you know. Yeah, yeah, like you said, there's not a lot of days off in between. There uh, isn't. 
Nick, the same question. Yeah, I don't think that it's going to affect them too much. I think once you get to the playoffs, every player is going to kick it into a new gear. They're all super excited to be there. I know uh, Hassan Kim from the Padres. He came over from the Korean League, and they were asking him what it's what it's like being in the playoffs in MLB. And he was talking about how it's a whole new experience, and it's amazing to be a part of. And I feel like every player, whether they're a rookie or a veteran, every time they get into the playoffs, they get that revitalization and they just feel that energy and they feed off it. And so even though they might be tired, I think that they're all still going to bring it and they're all still going to be great. Uh, honestly, I think schedule wise, I think Padres and Phillies might have a, a slight benefit because we're getting our series started early before Houston and whoever wins the ALDS between the Yankees and the guardians. So those that series might end up later, which will give either Philly or the Padres, whoever wins out the series, hopefully a bit more time to prepare for whoever they're facing in the World Series. Yeah, yeah, and you bring up a good point because if if on the off chance it's not supposed to, but on the off chance it rains far in New York, um, then you lose Houston. Let's say it's Houston and New York, or Houston and the Guardians doesn't matter. You lose all travel days, so you'll play seven games in a row. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that could wipe them out. I was shocked that game tonight. Like I said, it wasn't that bad around here, and the way it was moving was kind of like off the coast. I don't know. I was I was a little surprised, especially like what they did with the Phillies and the Braves in the um was that game two where they just waited it out and like they had yeah. like f- you know four hours. I I was talking to Sam, and Sam was just saying how crazy it was back there, like back in New York, and he says. Bill is pouring. He goes, there's no way that they're going to wait this thing out. He says, you mark my words. And then about an hour later, I'm watching TBS and sure enough, it's still pouring. I'm like, well, you know, better luck tomorrow. Right. So guess we're watching Seinfeld on TBS tonight. There, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, fellas, I sure appreciate you guys. giving me a quick breakdown. I know this has been quick, but we'll get both of you guys on. Maybe there you go. Maybe what we'll do is we'll get you on towards uh, the end of the series again. Uh, we'll draw on a few more top fans. I just appreciate you doing it and giving um, giving your analysts to it because I, frankly, neither one of these teams have I followed. And I got to admit, like I said, you guys are the hottest. And hats off to you guys for what you've done so far. Neither one of you have come to this spot. Your team has come to this spot easy. That's for sure. You beat some phenomenal teams. The Cardinal again, the Cardinals, the Mets, the Dodgers, the Braves. So, fellas, I appreciate it. Brett, Nick, thank wait, you so much for the time, and we'll do it wait, again. Yeah. Wait. Yo, Nick, what happened to all them Braves and Dodgers fans from last week? I don't know. A bunch of people at work stopped looking at me today. They couldn't. They couldn't look at me smiling all day. I guess. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you around. There you go. <laughs>